haven't sprung for a Sunday ticket the last two years. So it's been like either see a Niner game or a Steelers game lately. So, <laughs> so yeah. I haven't seen anyone really ball out and throw deep other than <laughs> Monday Night Football for a while. <laughs> All right, let's start it. All right, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Stats Beast podcast. I have... Stefan on the line, we're going to talk some 49ers. Maybe, uh, I know Stefan didn't watch the Pats, but well, maybe we could touch on it. And then go through some odds, maybe make some picks here, like we like to do. Lose your money. By the way, Stefan, did you win this past weekend? Did you win any of your bets? Oh, no, no. It wah, was wah. Not, not a great week. Did I finally you... <laughs> broke, broke the streak of winning uh, spectacularly. Did you but, roll uh... all your money into it? Oh, no. <laughs> No, I, I put almost nothing in the last week. I had zero confidence in last week's bets. I wasn't really doing too well. But that does segue into, did you hear about the person that that had bet a uh, 16-team parlay with the MGM, $25 to win 765000 ish But he didn't win. <laughs> no, yeah. Well... <laughs> Well, it, it came down to Monday night, and he had Detroit, which... Uh, You're trying to tell me he didn't hedge his bet? Well, that's what actually happened is uh, he, before the game even went off, he took 133000 to walk. Oh, and really? turned out to be a very good choice on his part. Oh, or right. You're talking or about her part. I, I shouldn't... Uh... The odds uh, start... Uh astronomically piling up against you every single game it's just an odds game and the more games that go on the greater odds of you losing happen and for to get to that point i understand i've been there like oh i, I well and going in knowing that that it was a pick to uh it was money line detroit all the picks were money line whoa i, I think i, I would have taken 133 because i don't think you know they were like four to one underdogs that was a pretty big that would have been a pretty big swing right there, even even without the previous fourteen or fifteen uh, picks hitting in a row. What did they? What did? What the heck? That's a stupid lucky. Yeah. No, I mean, when, and when you think about it, you uh, the person bet twenty five dollars and walked away with one hundred and thirty three thousand. So that's a pretty much the best bet of anyone's life. Oh, absolutely. I'm not agree with I mean, you on that one. Uh, yeah, you know, and, and as long as you don't look at, could have been 760, but also would have taken Jeff Goff playing good. So uh, let's jump into the Niners. I mean, a, vic- Goff. a victory <laughs> is a victory is a victory. 2-0, 49ers, 17-11. They were on the freaking road in Philadelphia. So uh, I think George Kittle said it was a grimy game, like uh, – Philadelphia was actually in control all the way up until like half time. You ask me, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Jimmy missed some some easy passes early on and and was off target. And then uh, the defensive line on Philadelphia was getting penetration all over the place. Hargraves was doing well, and then they they turned it around um, in the second half and started getting some stuff done. My brother calls uh, Jimmy G uh, spaghetti noodle arm. Because he can't. Yeah, I, I don't think his through. arm strength's that bad. I think it's just it's this perception that everyone has because I don't think it's bad know, either. I just it, think he doesn't toss the ball downfield, or maybe it's freaking uh, it's Shanahan by clipping his balls. The scheme. I mean, you look at their receivers. When you've got a guy like Debo Samuel that can catch it and then break 
you know, tackles and go 20 yards after the catch. And same with Kittle and all these other guys. Then why would you scheme to throw over the top? Doesn't really make a lot of sense. Talking about receivers, when do you think Brandon Ayuk's finally going to get out of the doghouse? I, I've been kind of surprised, but I, I'm i going to go with Shanahan on this. Sherfield's looked great when I've seen him make plays. I, I think the whole offense has looked kind of out of out of sync so far. I, I don't think they've great. had that game where they've come together yet. The defense has been playing great. <laughs> the defense absolutely saved them this game, and, and the defensive line especially got after it, and that's what we were talking about uh, before. So it's it's nice to see the defense getting after it. We're so thin at cornerback. I just worry any team that can really air it out seems like they could get after him pretty good. Yeah, we're going to have some senior citizens at cornerback with uh, Josh Norman. And, damn it, who's the other cornerback they signed? Uh, shoot. The, the, uh, the old Falcons, right? He used to play for the Falcons. Quarterback signed. Niners will want. Let me see. Josh Norman. Who else did they sign? And Norman actually looked good uh, last week. He had, he had some penalties and everything, but he was playing physical and, and – uh, was in position pretty good, so it was good to see him playing like that. Oh, Drake Kirkpatrick. Yeah, yeah. Bummer. Hey, by the <laughs> way, just I know I just saw uh, Raheem Mostert's name just popped up. I know we said night nine speed zero durability. Uh, did you just see what happened to Christian? He's he's out. Christian McCaffrey. They're playing right now. I'm gonna give him oh. 95 speed and five durability because at least it's the second game of the season they got hurt. <laughs> How badly? Hopefully, it's they not bad. It's a strained hamstring, but if oh, you don't good. take care of that strained hamstring, equals another an ACL tear. So maybe, hopefully, it's not bad. Yeah, with running backs, hamstrings really bite them. You know what? I I don't know what the heck the deal is with the ham with the corner with the uh, running backs' durability lately. You think of back in the day of, of like Ladanian Thomas and Emmett Smith. <coughs> Excuse me. Actually, well, you know I, what? I think, I think of, they've kind of negotiated themselves out of being in good enough shape to play, especially now they're adding another game. Yeah, it's counter. It, it's it's just weird the way the whole CBA was negotiated against their own interests like that. Yeah, because I I think there is something to be said for you know having a big training camp, going hard, getting your body in shape. And I know people get injured during preseason training camp. But I think they need to get hit. Is what it's I sure, right? I mean, you play football. It, it just doesn't make sense that you could go out, not take a hit all fucking year, excuse my language, and then all of a sudden go in, go in and play 17 games at the professional level yeah. and not get hurt. Yeah, I think you need to get hit and, and the obviously to harden up your body. Yeah, and just so you know how to react when you hit, get hit, you know? Well, yeah, and there's all those little muscles that, I don't know. I mean, you've got to take a little bit of punishment in the off season. I remember the years that I played the best or had the most stamina were the years where I wanted to die during the summer and thought we were going way too tough. So yeah. I think there is some amount of correlation. Yeah, you can go too far and you can injure people, but I think I think they've, they've kind of swung the pendulum too far the other way where now they've negotiated out of any contact in the offseason and uh, 
I don't know. And somehow let them give them another game during the the actual season. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, For the Eagles, actually, you know, Jalen Hurts played okay. 82 yards rushing, 190 yards in the air, no interceptions. Obviously, couldn't get the ball in the end. I mean, you know, in the end, oh, he to win. he looked good. I th- I felt like they just <laughs> the, the Niners won because Philadelphia screwed up at, at when it came time to score. Yeah. You know, I mean, they had that 91 yard touchdown. It came away with zero or touchdown. I'm sorry, it should have been the 91 yard pass. Well, that was the dumbest it, play ever. Seeing that fourth that fourth down play, they attempted and failed at. Well, why are you doing that in a close defensive That's game? That's what I too? said. I was like, that was the game, right? I was like, I, I was watching. I was like, dude, you screwed they up kept the major ha- league. Yeah, they kept handing it to him because they weren't aggressive. In, or, I mean, they were too aggressive <laughs> at that point. It was just, I don't know. That That's tough. That That's tough on your psyche when you go from your, from your own, what were they on, the three or something, go down 91 yards and then don't punch it in and don't even get three points. I feel like they had they had the momentum and they felt like it was a good a good move to take. You know what I mean? And uh, whoops was not a good one to do. But <laughs> there you go. Yep. Exactly. Uh, you know, talking about game management, uh, Mac Jones twenty two, twenty two. I uh, sorry, like thirty attempts, twenty two uh, receptions. Uh, Jimmy. 22, 30 attempts, 22. I mean, exactly the same. 189 yards for Jimmy and 186 yards for Mac Jones, except Jimmy got one touchdown. No, Mac did not. I mean, that's – it's cool you don't turn the ball over, but it's like at, at a certain point you got to, like, throw the damn ball in the end zone. I do see what the Patriots are doing. They just wanted to slam it in. You know what I mean? They beat up the Jets pretty bad, if you ask me. Um they could it could have been worse if they got the ball downfield more, but they won twenty five to six. By the way, we took the Jets plus six, or I think I did, and that was a bad play, so <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you can't talk about that game without uh bringing up the four interceptions and what or like three in the first ten attempts or something like that. I was that's... watching the the replay and it's the Jets are bad. Like bad. Well that's well, that's the thing. Look at Sam Darnold. I mean, he's not, like, lighting the world on fire, but he's looking like a competent quarterback when he's not surrounded by, like, and no O-line, yeah. no receivers, and no running. You know, I mean, at, at some point, who do you even have to key on in the Jets or worry about? You could send probably, what, nine people all the time and not worry about it? By the way, so the Thursday night game final, 24-9. to Panthers went 24-9. to Sam Darnold. Uh, 304 yards passing, no touchdowns, eight yards care, uh, eight yard attempt, uh, eight attempts, 11 rush yards, two touchdowns. So I'd say that's a pretty successful game for Sam Darnold. He's playing great. He's now three and zero. Oh yeah, that's well, they've that, got Christian McCaffrey's, and if he's not injured too badly, they you know they're they're force. Yeah, I I don't know that they're like NFC championship contenders, but I think they at this point, three and oh, you can't overlook that. No, everybody counted out Sam Darnold. They thought it was just a whatever <laughs> you know, I think the Panthers thought it was a whatever trade too when they got him. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, let's see what we got. Oh, and, clearly. I yeah. mean they were still they they weren't settled on him even throughout the off season. So just goes to show that I th- I think uh, a lot of times, guys now are playing too early, getting thrown away too early as well. Yeah. 
Man, good for him, dude. I mean, that's pretty cool. I would like to see that the, that uh, that improvement in his game and showing success playing with the Panthers. You want to go through some uh, games here? See what the uh, the predictors got in the spreads? Yeah, let's take a look. Get some uh, get give you some ideas of where to throw your money away this week. All right, so let's start it off. Uh, Colts versus Titans. We got the Titans favored by five and a half points. Before I go into predicted score, I'm going to ask you, Seth, what are you, what are you going to take there? Titans minus five and a half against the Colts. I like the over on that one, probably. <laughs> <But laughs> over is 48 I, points. Yeah. How much? 48. Oh, 48. I think I would take that. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with the – is it at the – It's in Tennessee. It home? Tennessee. Yeah, Titans are at home, minus five and a half. Mm, minus five and a half. I'm going to take uh, the Colts at plus five and a half. All that right. seems like a big spread with the way the Titans have been playing lately. Yeah, Titans 1-1, one one, Colts 0-2. Oh the predicted score actually has a Titans winning 26-15. to to 15. Obviously, if that was correct. That seems that low, low scoring for a Titans game. They're yeah. always almost on the over lately. Yeah. Uh, I will go in this case... Jeez, I think I'm going to take the Colts plus the points too. Uh, next game, we got Chiefs at home against the Chargers. Chargers plus seven points. Um, predicted score has twenty eight point five to the uh, twenty eight to eighteen to the favor of the Chiefs. So ten point victory there. Uh, totals fifty four and a half. Yeah, the Chargers just you know, I don't know. It's the last decade. Every time I bet on them, they disappoint me. So just just on that alone, I'm gonna have to go with the Chiefs. <laughs> I like the Chiefs in this one too. They're just, I think if they get rolling, they're gonna they're gonna dominate the Chargers. If the Chargers keep it close to three quarters, I think they have a chance at at uh, covering the spread here. Winning, I don't think so. Covering the spread, yeah, or, yeah, I think they got can stay within the spread. But if I'm gonna put money on, I'm gonna do the Chiefs. I'm with you on that one. All right, next we have football team versus Bills. Wait, can we just segue real quick? (laughs) Go ahead. How unimaginative and shitty is it that we are in year two of Washington football team? Like it was one thing that that it was over the summer they didn't want to rush into any branding or anything, but it's also short sighted that you know couldn't sell a bunch of new merchandise with a new uh, team logo and everything. What are they? What is there? helmet right now i i'm not sure <laughs> what's their what's their mascot or logo is it just a wft it's just, it's just a, <laughs> oh i think they're playing with a w on their helmet yeah that, it's just oh, it's sad all around i mean it just seems unimaginative like how can you not come up with <laughs> with a new mascot or you know something something that works yeah they're just rolling with the numbers on the side of the helmet yeah, Washington football team is probably the least imaginative name I for. I think it looks like USC. You know, how USC did that. They look like they're. Yeah. It looks like USC. But uh, wouldn't you say that's all? Like, I mean, that's that's right lame. up there. I, I can't think of any, any like any other sport where there's that crappy of a team. Uh, yeah, I think identity. It's, I don't like it. It's, <laughs> it's pretty lame. Anyways, the Bills favored. Seven and a half points here. Predictor or uh, predicted scores thirty to fourteen in favor of the Bills. Bills minus seven and a half on this one at home. 
Well, they're in Buffalo. Man. It's a lot of points. I don't know. You know, they're just playing lackluster, it seems like, on offense. But I feel like if I take Washington, this is the week that Josh Allen starts playing like he did last year. And Washington hasn't proven anything on defense yet this year. They've actually looked pretty bad that way compared to what they were considered for for their strengths. So ah, I guess they got to go with Buffalo. I hate to keep taking favorites. But. <laughs> uh, shoot. I'm going to go with Buffalo, too. I like the home team. All right, next up, Bears versus Browns. Browns are favored by 7.5 points. Of course, uh, the rookie is starting uh, for Chicago. Seven is that points. in Cleveland or in Chicago? It's in Cleveland. I don't think that's going to be enough points. I think uh, Browns are going to cover uh, here. No, I just don't trust first-year quarterbacks. I mean, even the best aren't that great. They're usually at best, like, middle of the road. So I think I, I just I, I think the Browns have too much talent to keep playing like crap. All right, next up, we got the Falcons at the New York Giants. The Giants are actually favored to win this game by three. So, obviously, they're calling it a push and a, at a neutral site. Um, predicted score, Giants winning this game 30-13. to 13. Power rankings have the Giants at 26th and the Falcons at 22. I don't think a lot of people are going to be watching this game except the Degenerate Gamblers. I would call this the futility bowl of the week. Jeez. Uh, this is a who cares, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess. I guess Matt Ryan tries to pick his dignity off the rug and uh, show something and beat the Giants. So I'm going to go with the Falcons. Me here. too. I'm going to take the Falcons. Let's go, Matt. Let's go, Matty Ice. All right, next <laughs> game: Bengals versus Steelers. Uh, Steelers are at home, minus three points. So I'm surprised it's only three points. Uh, Power rankings, Steelers 4, Bengals 31st, dead last in the league, power rankings. Power rankings 4 for the Steelers? Yeah. What? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's just, you cannot tell me that there's only three teams in the league better than the Steelers they right now. The Saints actually have with a higher power ranking. And yeah, I, Packers, I, I just it, they don't pass the eye test. Saints Packers <laughs> are probably the Chiefs. Yeah, Saints Packers and Chiefs up for power rankings above the Steelers. Yeah, I don't know. Steelers just don't. I I mean they're they're pretty much dependent on Ben Roethlisberger, and he just doesn't. He 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 looks old. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't look a like well, rivalry game. The predicted score actually has the Steelers winning twenty-seven to fourteen. I think it's gonna be a lot closer, but it's gonna be three points difference uh it's a tough one i yeah i don't know the Bengals. i want to see the Bengals. win i want to see joe burrow be successful oh i really do but i feel like they screwed up in the draft and should have taken that tackle that they let go to detroit he handled Nick, he handled bosa yeah he did he, like he, he looks he looks legit he and finding a, oh and, and you can't find an offensive lineman period these days coming out of college, let alone a left tackle like that that potentially could be an all-pro forever. I see uh, why they did it, though. They really wanted that connection, but we'll we'll see if it pays off towards the end of the season. You know what I mean? I, yeah, it's just so, you see so many receivers in the league making plays, and it's like how many offensive linemen do you see shutting down edge rushers? 
Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like that's going to come back to haunt them eventually. What a, but what a beast pin. So for that a, reason, yeah. for that reason, I'm going with the Steelers. All right, Steelers, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Bungles. All right. All right. Finally diversified <laughs> there. Next up, we have the Ravens at Detroit. Detroit is at home, and they're getting eight points. Eight. I like the Ravens to cover this. This one I actually bet on. Damn. I know it's a big spread. I I know it's a big spread, but the Ravens are coming off a big-time victory. Feeling good, looking good. The Niners, uh, uh, they struggled a little bit against them, but I feel like Lamar Jackson's just going to tear them up. By the way, 82% of the money is going on the Baltimore Ravens, so you're not alone on this one. Oh, so that means I will definitely lose that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I said, this is why the casinos got those big old buildings. Yeah, exactly. That 82 just made me feel worse about it. I'm like going, if you said like 61%, I would have been like, oh, that's, a, that's I think the right. Lions step up and they get their first big W at home. All oh, right. God, that was so fake, but <clears throat> all right, all right. Next up. Wow, this is a weird. Okay. Saints at New England. Big game. One o'clock game for us over here. I will be not stuck in traffic, so I'll probably be watching all the game. Saints versus Patriots. Patriots are favored by three points. Predicted score has them winning 27 to 15. I highly doubt they put that much points on the, the board. Uh, they have the Saints as the number two power ranking. What? And the Patriots as the 24th. I don't know what this power ranking means. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, where are you getting these power you know, rankings? I, I, power already, ranking, I already questioned <laughs> one. Now I'm really questioning the <laughs> I think it's uh I think it's a betting power ranking. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like if they're a uh, good, like a good bet. like how many times they cover the spread and blah I blah guess, blah. I guess. That never means anything. That's just to screw with your head. It's like it's like why they put up a whole board that tells you like the last ten hits on roulette. Just just to make you uh, feel like red's coming. Because yeah. you're an idiot and you don't understand. Because <laughs> you don't understand Oh, here we go, yeah. It's your monkey brain. It's Trans, not, It's okay. Trans New Orleans, <laughs> New Orleans Saints are 9-3 at 1 against the spread in their last 13 games. So I think that's what that, that uh Yeah, exactly. That's what that Patriots is. Patriots are 2-4 exactly. against the spread. So they've been overvalued. You think they're overvalued in this game at 3 points? Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, uh, I, I took him full on money line. On the Saints? Yep. Uh, 56% of the... Bold move. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it is a bold move because if if what's it, uh, their quarterback gets his thumb out of their ass for this game, I think that the Patriots are, are just going to be shucked. Oh, I've said it once. I'll say it a million times. Don't like first-year quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'll take the I'll take the Saints plus three. Sorry, Pats fans. All right, next up, Jaguars versus Cardinals. They are in Jacksonville. Cardinals are giving up seven and a half points all the way across the other side of the country. Predicted score twenty five to twenty one favor of the Cardinals. Uh, let's see here. The money, the smart. We'll say the the smart money. Oh my gosh! First of all, okay. Ninety-two <laughs> percent. I won't say what which one, but who are you gonna bet on this one? The Cardinals. Ah, uh, you gotta go with the Cardinals. They've they've just been throwing throwing Trevor Lawrence to the Wolves. But I mean, you can't pass points. like sixty times in a game and like hope for the best as a rookie. That's just uh, crazy. Ninety-five percent of the money's going to Arizona. 
Jesus, I was joking about oh, 92. 95%. That's hilarious. It's an overwhelming <laughs> victory. Uh, yeah, I, I also uh, took Cardinals to cover that. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> next up, Dolphins on the road up against the surprising Raiders. I don't know if they're surprising. Yeah. I love their. Yeah, they I've wouldn't always even take my bet on that. <laughs> I've always, I've, I've always watched Carr. Ever since I, I know I've mentioned about it. Ever since I watched Carr just decimate the, the Wolf Pack, I've just always been a fan. I'm like, this dude just looks like a freak oh, of nature when he's tossing the ball. He's good. He, uh, he, I don't know. He, he falls victim to the fact that there's better quarterbacks in the league. So suddenly, it seems like fan bases, unless you are literally the best quarterback in the league, and it's through you know, 50 touchdowns and two interceptions, they're always, like, going to be a big vocal minority that's calling for your head. Yeah. You know? uh, and plus, Dolphins are down their quarterback. Yeah, exactly. That's why That's why it was off the books on the, when I was trying to bet it. Yeah, 87. Yeah, so I, I, I would easily take the Raiders. They're Eight. surging, and the Dolphins are shrinking. 87, 87% of the money is go, went on the Raiders here on this game. All right, next up, we got the Jets on the road against the Denver Broncos. Uh, Broncos, huge favorites in this game by 10.5 points at home. Okay, you know what? This many, I, I, it, this is just knee-jerk reaction because I picked way too many favorites, and there's no way that happens. So I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb, say that uh, there's a redemption game, and Zach gets his first win. I agree with you. Uh, will not win cover his first cover i think i'm gonna take that but check this out power rankings when it come in terms of betting power rankings the jets are dead last so they've been getting all these points (laughs) i mean they are the worst (laughs) that's why that's why i'm making my last ditch pick here and really throwing it out there kind of you know it's like when your buddy puts a hundred dollar on double zero. You're like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Seattle Seahawks on the road. Minnesota Vikings. Seahawks favored by a point and a half. Uh, simulator has the Vikings winning twenty four to twenty one. I'll tell you the, the spread. Uh, how much? Where the money's going on this one? Go ahead. I, I think with a point and a half, I'm going to go with the Seahawks, even though they, I don't know. They, they could lose this one, but I, th- I think Russell Wilson still get it done. Yep. You and 82% of the public are betting on Russell Wilson to beat the Vikings. See, all these picks, I'm all on the majority. That means you're going to lose for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Seattle, too. I just like Russell Wilson here. I, I just, he's. I, it's hard to bet against the Seahawks because we see them so often and they've just let us down so many times by beating the Niners. And I know they're not the same team. I understand that, but it's still the Seahawks. Well, Russell Wilson, I would argue, is that like, he, he's always the forgotten top three quarterback. You know, yeah. I would put it, like Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson up there. Yeah, And, I mean, there's some other guys that you could argue in there too, but I think Russell Wilson with his – I think as a quarterback gets older, if they don't lose their physical skills, they've now seen so many defenses, they just get better and better at reading it and knowing who to go to and all that. These next two games are arguably the games of the week. First off, Buccaneers versus Rams. 
Bucks are favorite. They're they're minus one on the road. But the similar actually has the Rams winning in L.A. twenty five to eighteen. Sixty six percent of the public is betting on the Bucks in this one, and I think a lot of it has to do with a uh, Tommy Tommy the Machine Gun. But uh, uh, logically speaking, here who are you going to put the money on? R- Rams I think. See, I feel like putting money on Matt Stafford, he's just going to let you down. And Tom, Tom Brady, he, he only lets you down, what, like seven out of ten times in the Super Bowl or something? I mean, that's that's pretty damn good odds. So I'm going to go with Tom Brady. I think the Bucks are loaded, a little more loaded than the Rams. I'm also going to go with uh, Tom here, Tom and the Bucks. All right, next up, our team, Packers at on the road, sorry, against the Niners. Niners are favored by three. Aaron Rodgers, big game last week. Big game, comeback game. I guess his retirement was uh, called a little too early there. Uh, they're getting three points on the road against the Niners. Niners he, predicted score here. Oh, wait, to, the Niners are getting three points. Yeah, no, no, sorry. Niners are favored. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah Niners yeah. are favored to win by three. Uh, 31, the predicted score is 31 to 11, the 49ers. 81 percent of the money is going on the Packers, and when it comes to betting the power rankings, the Packers are third and the Niners are 18th. So, yeah, um, I mean, it's hard to divorce yourself from what the last four games they played against each other, and then and I mean, last year the Packers did win, but that was a decimated team they played against. Every other time they they've uh, hit them at full strength, they've gotten they've gotten beat pretty badly. So. Even without a star running back, I'm going to say the, oh, man, three just doesn't, I feel like it's going to be closer than that. But I feel like the Niners will win it and maybe not cover, so I'm going to go with the Niners, even though I think that's a homer. <laughs> I think that's a homer. I'm pretty sure you that it's probably the Packers. I think the Niners' defense is going to dominate, and they're going to win. I'm going to take the Niners minus 3-2. We're probably both going to lose that one. <laughs> i got to finish off here with the Monday night game. Big Monday night game for uh, NFC East fans. I could care less. Eagles versus Cowboys. <laughs> they, Cowboys, are favored. <laughs> Cowboys are favored by three and a half points at home. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to go with the Eagles because I hate the Cowboys. I, I, <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with the Cowboys just because I like Dak. And uh, is he, even though his Eagles been playing like trash, and I have him on my Oh, man, if Dak team. had a different uniform on, that dude would be a stud. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, check out here. So I got to wake, wake up early, okay, buddy? Cool. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to the Stats Beast podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Later.